Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Ken for Thursday, November 14th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to. My dentist exclusively for the last 25 years, not meaning that he only treated my teeth for the last 25 years. That's not the kind of exclusivity. He is not like my personal barber or my personal dentist, all right? I am his personal patient. I go in there and only to him. That's what I do at today's dentistry. All right, let's talk about sports. Yesterday at the Colts Complex, it was a little bit tense. I got to tell you the truth. Before Frank Wright came in, Nobody knew what the hell was going to happen. Was Adam Vinatieri going to be the kicker? Was he not going to be the kicker? That was the big topic of conversation. Frank Reich came out. He talked about Jacoby Brissett, that he was going to be full go at practice. And if he didn't suffer some kind of setback with that knee injury, he's going to be starting quarterback on Sunday. And that's good news because, let's face it, Brian Hoyer cannot win. So, uh, Brissett was full go at practice, and then he turned his attention to Adam Vinatieri, where he pledged confidence at a level you don't often hear from a head coach who has watched his kicker miss 11 kicks in nine games this season. To put that in some kind of context, the uh, leader in the NFL last year in missed kicks, that's extra points and missed field goals, 12 Adam Vinatieri, with seven games left in this season, is one off that mark from last year. He has missed a lot of kicks. He has put the Colts in a tough position this season because if he makes his kicks at a reasonable level, at least one of the misses in the three games where he's had misses against the Chargers, against the Steelers, and against uh, the Dolphins this past weekend, it's entirely possible that the Indianapolis Colts are 8-1 and one and tied atop the AFC with the New England Patriots. That would have been entirely possible if Adam Vinatieri was kicking like Adam Vinatieri has kicked for the majority, and by majority I mean damn near the entire career that he has enjoyed for the last 23 years. This is 24th season. 
not his best, in fact, by far his worst. In fact, it's the worst in the NFL this season. Nobody else has missed more than nine kicks. Vinatieri has missed 11. Wright got up, said, we have great confidence in Adam. Adam is our guy. We had conversations. We brought kickers in. We decided that Adam is the guy who is best suited to take us to where we want to go. These are people living in hope and dying in desperation. These are people who, God bless them for their belief in Adam Vinatieri. But what they're locked into is the Adam Vinatieri who is doing his job up until the age of 44, 45 at a really, really high level. He's not that guy anymore. There comes a time for all of us who think of ourselves as athletes, no matter what age, where you say, you know what, I can't do it like I used to do it. It just hurts too much, or I feel crappy, or I I just can't get it done. You know, whatever you're playing, things change, and things have changed for Adam Vinatieri. People can believe all they want, that Adam Vinatieri is the guy and that he's going to be terrific. That doesn't make it so. And so at this point, and this is really the point, fans at Lucas Oil Stadium this Sunday who see Adam Vinatieri, let's say he misses, and God willing, he doesn't. I hope he makes every kick because he's a hell of a good guy, and I think he deserves to go out I, you know, on his own sword, right, on his own timeline and do it his way and be Adam Vinatieri, that Adam Vinatieri, for as long as he wants to be that and then ride off into the sunset and go hunting in South Dakota. But you know what? Like William Money, Clint Eastwood's character in Unforgiven says, deserves got nothing to do with it. Anyway, if he misses this week, don't boo Adam Vinatieri. If you're going to boo, boo Frank Reich and boo Chris Ballard for not understanding that past is prologue and that 11 misses over the first nine games is not a portend of good things to come. It's a portend of bad things to come. That's why you needed to make a change. You didn't make a change. It's managerial malfeasance. And as a result, you're going to see what's going to happen. Hopefully, like I said, the last seven games, I hope the dude's perfect. I hope he doesn't miss a kick because he is really, really a good guy. As normal a guy in that locker room for being the best at what he's done over the course of his career in the history of the game, as, as much as he is that guy, you know what? He's not the kicker that he was, and that's just a fact of life. Um, what the hell happened to Purdue last night? Purdue, at one point, was up 18, 38 to 20. And you think, okay, they're cruising up at Marquette. This is a good thing. They're bouncing back from the disappointing loss to Texas. And then all of a sudden, they can't make a shot. And that thing went in reverse quick. They went from being up 38 to 20 to losing that game 65-55, which means that Marquette went on a, a... 45-17 run to end that game. Purdue didn't make a field goal in the last six minutes, only scored three points in the last six minutes. They turned the ball over. They stopped doing all the good things that they did to build that 18-point lead, and a lot of that had to do with Marquette. Let's be honest about that. Marquette is a good basketball team, and last night they showed that through about the last 24 minutes of the game. Purdue, they showed flashes of brilliance, and then they showed uh, uh, an extended period 
of malaise and an inability to create open looks that were going to result in buckets. Um, boy, have you ever seen anything like it? Like 38 to 20, all of a sudden swings 45-17. College basketball doesn't happen that often. It happens that way occasionally in the month of November, which is why November basketball is just absolutely great. So if you spent time watching college basketball last night, the Purdue-Marquette game, that was your nightcap in the Gavit games. The first game was at Ohio State between Ohio State and Villanova. Villanova ranked 10th in the country. And Ohio State, absolutely, they looked phenomenal in beating the 10th-ranked Wildcats, 76-51. There was a difference in that game. We spend a lot of time here in central Indiana watching Indiana. So Indiana playing against teams like North Alabama earlier, uh, uh, the, the first two teams who's, I, I don't even remember who the hell they are. Um, but they're three and up and you watched Indiana get off to slow starts and then kind of figure it out and put away these lesser teams. Last night you saw Ohio state get in a stance, be, uh, defensively nimble and then offensively precise in a way that we have not seen Indiana in a long, long time long, long time. Ohio State looked like a championship level basketball team. I know it's, you know, it's mid-November, so to talk about championships is kind of crazy, but Ohio State looked outstanding. They looked like psychologically, they get the game physically, they're able to play it, and in Bloomington, as much as we love being 3-0 on our way to 7-0 at the end of November, hopefully, right? Knock wood. That team in Bloomington and that team in Columbus, at least to this point in the season, they have nothing, nothing to do with each other. They are barely playing the same game. So let's, if if you're one of the crazy IU fans, now most IU fans, they understand it. They get it. They know that it's early in the year and this team's going to have to find its legs They're going to have to find kind of a collective rhythm. They're pulling on the same end of the rope. They're trying all this stuff. I get it. So I'm not admonishing you people. But the people who are crazy who think that 3-0 and beating North Alabama in this game on Saturday against Troy, Indiana is going to win that. They're going to be 4-0, and all of a sudden at the end of the month, they're going to be 7-0. If you think that that means something and that all of a sudden this is a team to watch, You are crazy people. They have such a long way to go right now between where they are and where Ohio State was last night. Holy crap. Do not get it twisted. Love Indiana. Want Indiana to do well. But Ohio State would have beaten Indiana, at least the way they've been playing, would have beaten Indiana by 60 last night. Ohio State looked great. All right. Um. Ball State, good win last night against uh, UIC. They won that game 67-48. Tajay Teague led the Cardinals with 18. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari opens tomorrow night in theaters. Racing movies, I'm really like, I I can run hot and cold with racing movies. They're either great or they're absolutely terrible. And this one, Ford versus Ferrari, looks really, really good. It's the story of the friendship between Carol Shelby, who is a car designer in the 60s, 
and driver Ken Miles as they tried to build a Ford that could take down Ferrari, kind of out of a little bitterness because Ferrari was going to sell to Ford and then pulled out at the last minute. So Lee Iacocca and people with Ford said to hell with them. Let's beat them at their own game. Let's beat them at the 24-hour of Le Mans race. And uh, this is the story of that. So I'm looking forward to it. It looks like uh, uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bale have terrific chemistry together. And so I'm going to go see that tomorrow night. I'm going to go see some seventh grade basketball tonight at Heritage Christian. I don't know. I love, you know what, it's not high school basketball time yet. So what are we going to do on a Thursday night when nobody's playing? Off we go to Heritage Christian to watch seventh grade basketball. A uh, co-worker of my wife, her son's going to play, and that's what we're going to do. Um, Jason Verlander and, and uh, Jacob deGrom both won uh, Cy Young Awards yesterday. Verlander, of course, for the American League, deGrom for the National League. And uh, uh, it, it, what's funny about it, and number one, Garrett Cole should have won in the American League. Anyway, Verlander won 21 games this year. DeGrom has won 21 games in the previous two years combined. Both Cy Young award-winning campaigns for DeGrom. What the hell is going on? How can you win 21 games? What are the Mets doing with the best pitcher in the National League without question? And he's only putting up 21 wins. That's ridiculous. That is malpractice. You've, you've got to... Uh, a garbage, for the most part, roster that cannot compete at a high level. You've got the best pitcher, one of the best pitchers in the game, the best pitcher in the National League, and a guy has won 21 games. I know wins is not even thought of as kind of a valid statistic anymore, but I think that, that DeGrom has won 21 games over two seasons during which he has won the Cy Young Award, and that equals exactly what Jason Verlander did this past year. I just think it's kind of odd. Birthdays on this Thursday. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Uh, Paula Ogle, happy birthday. The great Alex Ketty, happy birthday. John Field, happy birthday. Mark Mancini, happy birthday. Jed Hughes, Nancy Morehouse, the great Tanisa, Teresa Tanous, happy birthday. Daniel Poole, Denise Knuth, Tony Bennett, not that Tony Bennett, a different Tony Bennett. No, not even that Tony Bennett, another Tony Bennett altogether. John Cunningham, happy birthday. Kevin Snap, happy birthday. Michael Pioni and Norbert Kraft, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you know what? Celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Just be nice to people. So many people are indifferent, right? I went to Popeye's Chicken the other day. And I, uh, so, cause I heard they had the sandwiches back and I haven't gone to a Popeye's chicken like in forever. So I walk in, I look at the board. I said, Hey, I'll take two spicy chicken sandwiches, please. And not the lady behind the counter, but the lady out by the pop machine, the pop dispenser, she goes, read the sign. I said, what? She said, read the sign. I said, oh, okay. Signs on the door. Okay. I walk out to the door. It says, out of sandwiches. <laughs> I said, all right, good day to you. You think I'm ever going back? I'm never going back. People can kiss my ass. Read the sign. Hey, I'm sorry we're out of sandwiches. I know it gets tiresome saying that, but do you know what's true about every customer who walks through your door? It's a different person. 
and they don't know the same things. They don't know what you know. And to be indifferent toward them and to be kind of unpleasant toward them, how many people are you going to win over? None. Popeye's ridiculous. We'll talk to you. Sports, nothing but sports. This afternoon, 3 o'clock, going to talk about and to the Indiana Pacers, who are rolling. They've won seven of their last eight. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.